gives them nothing but take from them everything. What's happening, members of the Third Dimension? Uh, this is Corey Mack. Uh, do stand-up comedy, little sketch acting, uh, mostly gestury and pretty much foolishness. Um, right now, I'm hanging out with some of the most coolest, coolest mushroom people from Planet Cloud9 you're going to ever see on uh, the podcast M-H-O-G. You guys are incredible, and thank you for uh, giving me your time today and letting me give you some of my time, and I hope we do this again soon. Welcome back to the MHOG Podcast. I'm your host, Wayne, and sitting next to me is the lovely Adam. You going with Adam today? Yeah. Well, I wanted to do the Robert Downey Jr. thing, but I felt weird doing it a second time. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's true. It's <laughs> true. I'm going to go with Adam today. And, uh, of course, we have uh, in the world of Georgia, I'm the one there. Uh, and today we have our wonderful guest who's finally got, we got all the technical difficulties out of this mess, Mr. Corey Mack. How's it going? How's it going? <laughs> Very cool. Cool, cool. Glad to be here today. Oh yeah, dude, we're glad to have we're, you, man. We're glad to have you too. Uh, we understand. Sorry, man, my, my spaceship was interfering uh, <laughs> with this earth, with this earth uh, cell phone, so... Completely oh, understand. Uh, completely understand. <laughs> well, wait, it's a weirdest sound, man. It sounded like like a, like a weird alien transmission over top of you with Mr. Hammond. It was funny. It was awesome. <laughs> we, we think we've seen your spaceship. We're looking at your profile pic, and it's uh, you with a lumberjack beard, a Roman helmet. Uh, it looks like you have a lobster hand. I don't really. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome. You you look like you belong with George Clinton. That's all I gotta say. <laughs> that would be awesome. <laughs> Do you know George, can you get up on our show? Yeah. <laughs> I'm, his, I'm his bastard child. I knew it. I knew it. I love Parliament. <laughs> so anyway, um, you are a stand-up. Yes. Uh, local to here. Well, I mean, uh, I guess we don't know where you're from specifically, but we do know you uh, you perform here in New Orleans. Yes. Uh, why don't you tell us uh, a little bit about you and how you got there? Yes. Um, I'm actually originally from New Orleans. Um, okay. I graduated um, from uh, Warren Easton on Canal Street. Oh, nice. Uh 1994, class clown. I'm in the yearbook for this. Okay. Um <laughs> <laughs> After that, I went to the Marine Corps uh, against everybody's uh, wishes and aspirations for me. And uh, I ended up getting stationed in Garden City, New York, uh, to, at which some point in time, everybody was like, you should go and do some comedy in the city of uh, Manhattan. And then I went out to Manhattan and did it a few times and uh, ended up becoming like an intern at this spot called the New York Comedy Club. And uh, I eventually ended up moving back to New Orleans after about uh, six months of that. And um, I've kind of been like bouncing around from uh, Louisiana to Atlanta, and now back here, uh, Slide Out area. And I started doing my own shows about three years ago in Mandeville. And then before I knew it, I had uh, a show in Mandeville, a show in Covington, a show in Hammond, and a show in New Orleans. And a manager that was getting me booked at casinos, and all the burlesque dancers in the city putting me on shows. And you know, here we are today. Sweet. Yeah. You know, uh, I, I have plenty of questions for you, but I do want to jump back to something you said a, a minute ago. Uh, just percentage-wise, what do you think how the uh, the odds are of people who were the quote-unquote class clown in high school actually ending up in stand-up? It's, I always feel like it's pretty low. I think it's, it's probably, I would say it's probably one kid every 100 high schools. <laughs> <laughs> every, every 100 graduations, uh, yeah. Because it just yeah, seems like yeah, all the all yeah, the there's, there's one class on it that goes, you know what? I think I'm going to continue this on. And like even for me, man, like I never stopped clowning. I just didn't think of stand up. I actually wasn't even going to do stand up comedy. I was actually more interested uh, in sketch comedy when I was a kid because I used to color and uh, uh, some of the guys on Saturday Night Live. So when I, I read the comedy Bible before, uh, I saw I forgot to tell you guys, I read the comedy Bible at some point in time. And uh, they said how there were all these different comics that are people that use stand-up comedy 
as a avenue into uh, the sketch comedy world. And somewhere along the line, after about the first year of comedy, I was like, who gives a damn about sketch comedy? And I started focusing 100% of my effort on comedy. But now, like, I'm on the way up to Baton Rouge right now to film uh, two skits. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So was... it's funny how it kind of how it kind of came full circle. So now I'm uh, actually now I actually am on a sketch comedy show, but I still like if I had to put them both on a skit like on a seesaw, comedy would like it would work like a catapult instead of a seesaw. It would just eject <laughs> like sketch comedy completely off of it. But I but I do like doing it though. Yeah, I was gonna ask, man, because we had talked earlier in the, in the week, and I well, you were asking us if we could record, you know, at two o'clock, and I was like, sure, you know. Because you had to record, I was going to ask what you were going to record. What 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 uh, show you're recording it for, or can you tell us? Yeah, yeah, totally, man. Uh, um, there, I um, I got uh, I'm on a um, sketch comedy show that's been airing on Baton Rouge for the last uh, four years, and now this is the fifth season. And uh, these guys had uh, just picked me up, you know, added me to their their cast. It's called Laugh Now, Laugh Later. Oh, okay, cool. And, uh, it's uh, it's actually uh, they they went from I forget which station they went to, uh, which one they went before, but now they're going to be on the local NBC channels, like here in New Orleans, uh, Baton Rouge, and I forgot where else, Lafayette or something like that. So, That's like terrific. on Saturday nights, yeah, man, like That's after Saturday, dude. it's uh, Saturday, Saturday nights, uh, after Saturday Night Live, and some other show, I forgot what the other show is, and then we come on. So, um, it's like one hour, and uh, Oh, man, yeah. I have to look, have to look for that. Yeah, dude. I wonder yeah, if I man. can find it on maybe online or something. I can find the uh, yeah. Seat. If if you want to, if you go to, uh, uh, I know they have a YouTube page. It's uh, Laugh Now, Laugh Later, and it's uh, Mad Game Entertainment. Um, oh, I can, cool. yeah, yeah. You can totally find them on YouTube. There's a whole bunch of skits they've already filmed. They're they're really funny, man. Um, they're they're really funny, and uh, I, their their skits are like. Like there's a there's such a I'd say a variety of different things that they have going on. So like there's no like one specific thing that I would be able to tell you that they that they do. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? So um, yeah, it's no, really it's cool, great, man. man. So, yeah, dude, um, you're you're a really funny dude, man. We saw you um, at Bufas at Bufas when you when you did when was it was it, it was for um, Tony Frederick. Tony's yeah for his uh, roast. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we were there, man. That was that was really funny. Yeah, we saw you okay, go up. It's funny, uh, I'm also going to do a roast tonight in Lafayette when I'm done with the skits at ten o'clock. <laughs> oh, sweet. <laughs> you're, you're definitely you you're definitely a busy dude, man. Every time I see like all the posters, you're always doing something. Trying to stay busy, man. You know, um, it, I've been afforded the 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 opportunity. I mean, yeah, I make I make like like starving artists, you know, wages, but. But what I make as a starving artist, I would, I I would make uh, the same amount in in uh, based on my education level and my willingness to show up on time to work and uh, take a year analysis and and pass a year analysis. So <laughs> that's all right. <laughs> so so I, I make sure I stay stay busy like that so that you know like I I feel like uh, like I'm contributing to society in one way, shape, or form. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Does well, that make you know, sense? You know what I mean? Oh, like, I'm totally. Not, like, like mooching off and just laying around or whatever. Like, <laughs> oh yeah, I'm, I'm so artistic. I'm just gonna, yeah, yeah, some crap like that. You know? Well, it's not. We're not like our grandparents' generation where you just do what you need to do to survive. Unfortunately, I think our generations and and definitely now the 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 young kids. Oh. Like some people just aren't cut out for certain things, and we just kind of like we we don't have the grit. You know, like when I go mow the lawn, I'm like, oh, God damn. I got to cut the grass. What the fuck? You know, my my dad came over and he's like, oh, I'm going to help you weed whack. I'm like, you don't have to help me do it. Yeah, I know. But, you know, I'm like, if if it was my kid, I'd be like, oh, fuck you, kid. You're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) It's true, man. We don't we don't have the gusto as the old folks do. My grandfather's in his 90s and he still does his own gardening. 
You know, he's out there in like 200 degree weather and he's like digging up stuff. And, he, and I go over there, you need some help. No, what do you think? I'm a pussy. I'm like, Jesus Christ. It's 90 degree weather, man. Yes, Grandpa. I'm like, yes, I am a pussy. Thank you. Well, actually, you know, it's funny. You go into Baton Rouge and uh, I almost had to uh, get off the show today because there, uh, there was a scene that they're filming for the Fantastic Four movie that yeah. I wanted to be in. But when I read the description, it said uh, the, it, it, the, the movie's set in Manhattan during winter, so you'd be wearing three layers of clothing. And as I was driving here, I was like, I'm so fucking glad I did not call in for that shit. <laughs> it's fucking 100 degrees, and you want me to wear like a leather jacket or something That's like right. that? That's right. You, you have a, to wear a coat at ascot? 90 degrees outside. An ascot. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Get that. But yeah, we we saw you at Bufa's, and uh, I had to go up and give you our card because uh, I mean there were a lot of funny people there to varying degrees. But uh, when when uh, when I saw you go up there, I said uh, this dude's definitely got something there. Yeah, you de- you definitely one of the most professional that was there. You know, just the way your presence were and everything, it was great. Thank you, man. Thank you very much, brother. Thank you. So uh, I was just going to ask a, a kind of an off the wall question: uh, When you first started doing uh, doing the stand up thing, I mean, your first show uh, is was it was it a extremely memorable show for you? I mean, did uh, were there ups and downs to it? How how did it go for you? I mean, oh. all right, let me tell you this. Okay, <laughs> I'm glad you asked that question. I barely ever tell this story, man. Check this out, dude. All right, <laughs> the first, the first. <laughs> Okay, the first couple of times I was on stage, dude, I was crushing it. Okay, like, like I was, I was, I was like, I was like, I was at, I went to this place called Gladys, like I think it's off of like Forty Second and Times Square in that area. Okay, um, and then I'm um, like the third time, second time I did a show uh, at the military base, and uh, I had had a dream of that set, and then I did the set from my dream. And it crushed. But then the third time I went and performed, it was at the uh, the the New York. Uh, what was it called? No, the Comic Strip Live on eighty uh, second and second. And um, I was like, all right, I'm going here now. I'm gonna crush it because they they would take like the best comic out of the the month or something like that. And then like you showcase them on the show, and I was like, yeah, I'm going there. I'm gonna be famous. I'm gonna be a celebrity. I'm gonna live my dream. And dude. <laughs> Just so you know, I didn't know what I was still doing. You know, I was like, I was, I, I didn't know what I was doing. So I, I was doing like, I did like some jokes that I'd seen like Damon Wayne's do and like some other comics, like everything just jumbled up from what I'd ever seen in my life, all consolidated in like five minutes. Right. Right. And, uh, dude, and this is back in, uh, two, this is before the Carlos Mencia era. So like, I didn't know you weren't supposed to do this stuff, by the way. So, uh, <laughs> It's long before the internet, dude. <laughs> so, uh, um, <laughs> so, so, um, after my set, like, I'm like, everybody's telling me, oh, you're funny, you're gonna be something. And then there's one dude just staring in my face, like, like, as he, and like, he's approaching me, and I'm like, looking at him with my, with the smile I had, like, I was get, thinking, like, yeah, this guy's here to tell me how great I was. And then he goes, hey, man, you don't ever do that. You don't ever take people's jokes, and he like listed everybody's jokes that I oh, did. Right? Oh shit! <laughs> and again, like I was like, okay, like I'm looking, at, I'm looking at him like, like a kid that like opens up a condom and he's two years old. He's like, I didn't know I was supposed to blow bubbles with. I didn't know this wasn't a. <laughs> when you were like, I, I, I didn't know I was supposed to blow. I was like, oh shit, where's this going? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. Not like I don't. I wouldn't do it. Like, dude, I stopped watching comedy, dude, just so you understand. So I don't steal anybody's stuff. But right. like, <laughs> but come to find out, dude, um, I told the dude, hey man, I didn't know. I'm sorry. And then the dude introduced himself. He said, all right, cool, blah blah blah. And he's like, so my name's. And he says, my name is Tony Rock. <laughs> uh, it was Chris Rock's. It was Chris Rock's brother. Chris brother. Holy oh, shit. Yeah, yeah, and you know, and he's a stand-up comic. I, I didn't know who he was. I didn't know any of that stuff. So yeah, I didn't know he had a brother. Yeah, me either. <laughs> yeah. So to answer that question, how was my first few times? It was incredible and uh, <laughs> very, uh, very incredible. Yeah. <laughs> kind of humbles you, man, when you walk out like, oh shit, what well, did I, was, I do? It's so funny. Up until <laughs> up until you mentioned the part where you, you know you were like, yeah, I did. Uh, Damon Wayne stuff. I was like, oh man, that's incredible. Cause I know, uh, you know, Rum was asking, 
was your first time memorable? And I think for most stand-ups, it definitely is. It's, it's got to be, at least in my mind, like more or less like losing your virginity. But One of on, the most on, nerve-wracking things you do. Yeah, like on the female end, like really fucking painful. <laughs> like, <laughs> you know, it, it, like uh, I told somebody the other day, like Dave Chappelle, like the whole reason that he's considered a wonderkin is because the dude like fucking didn't bomb for a couple of years, I think. You know, it's it's... <laughs> Like your first time, you're just shooting for one laugh. You're just shooting blanks, man. Just shooting blanks. That's that's funny. See, I didn't like that. Was not like that wasn't my problem. Like, dude, like I'm telling, like the first time, it it crushed. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. there's some things I know that I came up with myself, but but again, like I said, I was just like mixing shit up. I didn't know what the hell I was doing, but I was (laughs) definitely, I was definitely funny as hell because like I'm just a goofy person, man. You know, like. Like, I don't want to say natural because nobody's naturally funny. I hate when people say that. I'm like, nobody is naturally funny, okay? You have to, you see other people be funny and then you learn it and then it becomes who you are. Yeah, yeah. But nobody's like, nobody busts out the the coochie, you know, like, hey, so uh, how about those eggs, huh? How about those eggs, huh? You know, you got to learn it. It's like laugh. So people can learn to be funny, by the way. No matter how not funny they are, not so it's just to throw that out there. That's fucking funny. Yeah. That's <laughs> funny. I, I think that that goes to um, the what what we were talking about with class clowns too, because there's a lot of people that when you're when you're a kid, people tell you, "Oh, you're a funny kid," and there's a certain amount of people who think, "Oh, I'm the class clown. I'm going to be a stand up or something like that." And most of those people really aren't funny. They're just funny. They're just assholes. Well, <laughs> that there, there's. That, they're but they're also they're also funny in a pedre- pedestrian way, you know. Well, and remember, remember how that works, dude. One person thinks Dave Chappelle is funny. Somebody else, and and I, I hate to be the one to, to to contrast people's names, but let's give you an example. But other people think Larry the Cable Guy is funny, and nine times out of ten, the more brilliant someone thinks one comic is, the less funny they can think someone else is. So every comedian actually realistically. Just like like that is with okay, everybody has their niche. So right, um, but even the guy that you think isn't like he is funny to his friends. Well, think about how big this planet is, and that's exactly what every comedian ends up with. Uh-huh. Their fans are like their friends, so they are hilarious to one per, to one group of their to people, but someone else is just they're like. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Don't. Well, yeah, but because well, I don't like Dane Cook, but a lot of people love him. Well, yeah, see, dude, I think, see, that's exactly my point, dude. I get a front, like, like, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't get into the schematics of of comedy. It, like, I, I bailed out of that. I sort of, like, let me be honest with you, dude. When I started doing uh, some hallucinogens, I stopped dealing with the foolishness <laughs> of what is and what isn't supposed to be. <laughs> and, <laughs> so. I get to look at comedy now like with a with a with a blind eye, if that makes sense. So I do. I I don't like. I see how everybody responds to all of the stuff now. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's it's so varied. And again, I've seen some comedians that I know. I'm like that dude's hilarious. And then they'll go to one room, and nobody's laughing. And then I'll see that. I'll see another guy that I'm like, and I and I don't even like to be the one to be like this guy's not funny, but. You know, it's like, yeah, this guy, I've never seen this person get laughs. And then all of a sudden, same jokes performed poorly will will kill the room. Right. And you know what I mean? Well, it, it plays a lot on, on you reading your crowd, too, right? Do you if, you, if you get there and you've got something planned, do you stick with it? Or, or do, you, do you reach into your bag of tricks and change things up? How, how does that work for I always, you? I, always, I change things up, but not, it's not intentional. It's 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 like uh, like I have jokes that I have and those jokes, I kind of mess around them because they're not necessarily standard. I just know what's funny about the story or the right. ideas always able to capture that somehow. So my stuff is always loosely based. So I do feel the crowd a lot um, and how I feel, too. So like I might like have like like I'll have like a little note card somewhere stashed on the stage somewhere. So like in case I get lost or whatever, because I'll start like fooling around and improv with the crowd or something like that. And I will get lost. So I got to come back if I get too lost. And I'm like, oh, shit, I still got 30 minutes left. What the hell is I talking about? <laughs> um, <laughs> you know, because I'll go on like a 10-minute like like rant or goof off. And, 
like playing around with somebody in the audience and going back and forth or whatever. So I'll fool around and, 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 and do that stuff. Um, some people don't like that. Like, uh, like if you're in a comedy club, like they'll kick somebody out if they interfere with the comedian. I ain't going to front as long as they don't mess up. Like if they don't yell out the, in the middle of like, like right as I'm trying to get the punchline or the thing that everybody needs to hear for it to be funny. Like if it's a good, a good, if it's a good idiot in the audience, <laughs> if it's a good idiot, it's, it's a good jackass. Oh yeah. Uh, I can, I can, I, I, I like kind of be honest with you. I kind of welcome it because I like when people see, I know that at the end of the day for me, I, I can deal with it. So like, I love to see the audience know like they know, okay, there's no way he came up with this before right now. Right. So that's the part that I do like them to see. Like everything else is is sort of like free flowing. So uh, again, I'll have like a, like jokes I know I got to do, like I got to and want to do for this crap. But a lot of the things that I will do throughout the course of it will be based on what I see them uh, willing to accept or like what's my boundary with this audience how how crazy can I get or do I need to be a little bit neater and nicer? So it's right. like languages, I guess. And I can speak many different comedy tongues, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. So so like they like I used to like when I was in New York, dude, I would be one of the comics when I worked at the, when I would intern at the New York Comedy Club. I would do some of the uh, Jewish day camp <laughs> midday comedy shows at, <laughs> at uh, <laughs> right? From kids uh. from like from like seven to like sixteen. And, wow. and then you turn around and put me in a in a room where uh, it's like one block away from the Calio project and it's <laughs> <laughs> and it just had a shootout like 20 minutes before the comedy show wow. and the dope man just bust the, the host of the show upside the head with a microphone <laughs> well I feel like 7 year olds if you can get their attention those have to be some of the best audiences because they're, they're like drunks yeah they'll laugh at pretty much anything yeah <laughs> 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 they'll laugh at anything <laughs> no they, you know what it is they, they it's it's the attention thing again like if you fuck around and wait too long before you make them laugh they're gonna go do some other shit so you gotta keep going like you gotta keep going and moving mm-hmm. if that makes any sense you well, know i can remember when i was in high school yeah. my senior year i was a uh i was in lasallian youth which is a christian youth group lasallian youth that yep. sounds <laughs> well i went to de la salle well, yeah, and, uh, this sounds awful. Oh, we had to do these like <laughs> weekly community service projects, so we would sounds go. Sounds like a militia group. It does. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is a Catholic school, so it we might were be. we were armed with the power of Christ. Anyway, so <laughs> we we would go to these, uh, you know, as they term it, inner city after school programs. Oh, nice! And so we'd be there with all these kids and uh, have to help them with their homework and stuff like that. And yeah, we're to- giving back. Yeah, and you have to get their attention, and they're also, like, some of them are, like, dirt poor or from, like, you know, really bad neighborhoods from the right. city and all that. And uh, I can I used to do, like, the world's worst, as many people do, the world's worst Bill Cosby impression. Kind of like your... <laughs> no, way yes, worse than that. Everybody's got one. Way <laughs> worse than my shitty Tracy Morgan. Oh, way okay. worse. Okay, all right. <laughs> and, uh... <laughs> but these kids who probably had no fucking idea who Bill Cosby was at their age because they're like eight, right? You know? Right. And the, the Cosby picture, Show the page guy, huh? The picture was pages the picture guy. page Come guy. Come on, I don't even know what you're talking about. You I, don't know what picture pages is? No, I know him from Jello Pudding and the Cosby Show. Wow, dude! Picture pages, picture pages. Yeah. Time to grab your picture pages. Time to get your crayons and your pencils. <laughs> Come on, yes. dude! Come on. Okay. He had he had the, he had this fucking ink pen that he called Mortimer. I like how you keep saying, come on, like all of a sudden I'm going to go, oh, okay, yeah, well, I magically know what you're talking about. All right, about. Adam's a little younger than the three of us, so he, he, he may have missed that part of his life. How old are you, Adam? I'm, uh, I'll be 35 next month, so I'm 34. Well, there's no excuse for that. Yeah, yeah. I'm uh, sorry. Nobody you, bro. You was a kid. <laughs> Dude, no, but it was it awesome. Was, I would do this shitty impression for like, an hour a day, and these kids were like, "Yeah, that's awesome." All right, give us give us an example. I'm not fucking. <laughs> <laughs> come on, man! You've been talking about it's it. It's the, the same <laughs> shitty Angelo pudding. Would you come to take them? <laughs> uh, that, that, right, that was awful. 
You kids come over and do your homework, Bob. It's like, it sounds like Tracy Morgan's granddad. It does sound like Tracy Morgan's granddad. Dude, you remind me of this. There's this comedian. I'm like, his name, but this dude. Chris Rock. Do, all right. He'd do like, he'd do a set where he tried, he'd tell you, I'm going to, he said he's good at impressions and he would tell you he's going to, he'd do a story and he would insert all these different celebrities who, who who enter into this story, and every time he do the impression, it would sound just like himself. <laughs> <laughs> was he doing it on purpose, dude? dude I don't know, dude. What you Because look, if, if <laughs> he was awesome. if he was doing that on purpose, that is hysterical. That, that's like the best thing like, ever. Yeah, like that is brilliant. You should do that. <laughs> 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 Hi guys, I'm gonna do a Bill Cosby impression. Hi, I'm Bill Cosby. I like Jello pudding. <laughs> you know, <laughs> maybe I'll make like some the wrong impression. Maybe I'll do a really good impression. Just do the wrong person. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's even better. <laughs> I'm Brad Pitt, mom. Yeah. <laughs> no, you That's said good. I'm sorry, Bill Cosby doing Brad Pitt. That's funny. <laughs> that depends on your definition of doing. Well, right? that's, that's true. That's true. Uh, Poor yeah. Angelina. Oh man! <laughs> this is my impression of Morgan Freeman at two a.m. If he was drunk. Wow, that was awesome. Full of donuts. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds just like him. Just like him. Perfect. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like you are him. That's just amazing. Close your eyes, you won't know the difference. I know, right? Right, right That's now. What she said, right now, there's a bunch of super racist people listening to this podcast. Going, oh wait, this isn't Morgan Freeman. What? Yeah, yeah. Like, I what? thought that was Morgan Freeman. Morgan what? Freeman. <laughs> By the way, when them, when when Morgan Freeman and uh, and. Uh, and, and uh, Samuel L. Jackson die. I just want y'all to know y'all gonna have to come to me for all y'all audiobooks. <laughs> all of them. All of them. <laughs> if you, oh, have you they ever done know, a movie together? I don't know. Have they? No, they can't do that. that Why was, they do a movie the world would end if that's like crossing no, the screen. No, 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 you no, can't no. Those two guys no, in the same movie. That's untrue, okay? It's not Morgan Freeman and Samuel L. Jackson. Jackson. It's Lawrence Fishburne. And Sam Jackson can't do the oh, same. Oh, that's true. That's true. That's like crossing the streams, man. You can't do that kind of shit. The world would that'd implode. Be a, that'd be a good team up. Because see, even DC and Marvel do crossovers. I don't understand. <laughs> now you're speaking my language. Yeah, I don't know about that, man. That's gonna be kind of hard. Oh, speaking of Sam Jackson, I why he, is he in every comic book movie? Because he's awesome. Besides that, I but, mean, he is in every comic book movie. That's you know Samuel L. Jackson is one of those people that gets to do like that comedian that play. He played like no matter what they got him doing, he plays himself. He does. Yes, it's just him. I mean, it, he, he's now become a character of himself. It's him with a different name. That's bullshit. Okay, I saw Iron Man. I didn't see him try to fucking kill any motherfucking snakes on a motherfucking plane. <laughs> but he did carry his bad motherfucker wallet. <laughs> <laughs> He got ate by a fucking shark in a movie, and he got to play himself. And that himself was a billionaire. Right. He still acted just like Samuel L. Jackson acts. In, he acted just like himself in Pulp Fiction. Yeah. <laughs> if I was Sam Jackson, I would get bad motherfucker condoms made just for me. <laughs> That's right. I, th- I, think, I think his strategy in, in movies is he'll take any role. He's been in so many good movies and in so many crap movies. Dude, like even you, in Star if Wars, looking, he if was you look through Netflix and just type in Jackson, it's like, what movie is this? You know, he's he's just been in so many awful movies, but I think he just takes as many as he can. Yeah, well, like I said, even in Star Wars, he was playing Sam Jackson. He's like, what the fuck, Yoda? I mean, really? He's just like, fuck this, Metacalorians. What the fuck is that? It sounds like the chick down the road from me. You know, this motherfucker said Metacalorians. Whatever, I'm just making up shit. <laughs> That's gonna be a disease. Yeah, you, you got you got Metacalorians, motherfucker. Ooh, you shit's gonna rot off. Ass down. Uh, I'll tell you what, though, uh, I, I saw I've seen him recently. I think Sam Jackson is gonna die soon. He's looking rough. Oh yeah, he oh, looks no. like he's been doing cocaine uh, a lot. Yeah, That's a terrible drug. That stuff really wait. That stuff really kills you. <laughs> Actually, as I understand it, Sometimes. cocaine's one of the like lighter. Now it is. Drugs. That's what I, 
the here's the here's the key. Here's the key to surviving cocaine, and a lot of people don't know this. You gotta only do it when it's free. <laughs> <laughs> don't be that guy. <laughs> Just only do it when it's free, dude. Just if, if, if like, like that's how one. That's how you keep from getting addicted, because because that's like, like, all right. Because you I, can't buy it. So, so who do you know, and how do we get in touch with them? Ah, see, it, it doesn't work that way. You got to be a cool motherfucker at a party. <laughs> and, that's right. Man, and then Oh, I thought maybe you just knew this one badass drug dealer that's just really friendly. I was like, ah, oh, you know what? Here you go. I've, I, I'm going to be honest. This is, this is no joke. This is straight up honesty. I've done it about 25 times for free each and every time. I've never chipped in for it. But I've, it's never been with the same person. It's always somewhere <laughs> at a party, having fun. And, and and quite frankly, I've only been at one party where, where uh, and normally it'll be like, like, uh, uh, my wife would be hanging out too now, so like now we'll both like we get invited. But one time, she got invited to the to the to the party. I was so upset, like I didn't even <laughs> want to talk to her for twenty minutes, but and it sucked because I had to hear her with a bump of cocaine talk to me for twenty minutes, which which made it worse. Which made it even worse. <laughs> well, see, see, your mistake was if you had been on mushrooms, you wouldn't even be able to hear her. That's right. I uh, see. Now that I never get to do for free. <laughs> it, and that's like the cheapest one to find you know the mushrooms i don't know why everybody charged so much for that shit at least they used to man for that sh- <laughs> for that shit right get it yeah first drug problems for that shit that's funny <laughs> i mean i grew up in the country and it was always constantly there'd be groups of people going out looking for shrooms you know and then we you always have the one stupid kid you know just he, he'd do any type of shroom you just pointed at oh there's one man grab that it's in a big steamer grab it it's fresh yeah, <laughs> and he'd be like pick it and put it in his mouth. He stick it in his mouth. His mouth, his breast smells like crap. Why does this show always end up talking about shit or rape? I'm just, I, I never understand that. I'm just trying to figure <laughs> out, like you, you know, in a week we're gonna have a conversation with Rumble. He's gonna be like, "Why do no! you always accuse me of doing drugs? I don't, I don't do drugs. I don't no. do drugs. I don't do drugs." <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> it didn't take a week. Anyway, do drugs. I'm just doing my part to dispose of them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to keep them out the hands of children, okay? That's right. And you can't. And you know, I just want to make sure that they're totally disposed of. So I do the best thing I can is I I consume them myself to make sure that no one else has to worry about them getting into their system. And Corey Mack is making a better world for you children out there. Just remember that it does bring new meaning to taking candy from a baby. That's it. <laughs> it's just rock candy. That's Nose candy. <laughs> I'm going to get a shirt that says, I do drugs so you don't have to. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That would be the best shirt ever. Oh, it's, it's a lot better than that, that meme that was going around of that chick. that like, Or maybe it was a, a video or something. The chick with all the makeup on and the wig and all that shit that was like, she starts taking it off and then she takes oh, out her fucking teeth that was a com- shit. That was a commercial, dude. There you go. Yeah, about what the chick that was on meth. Yeah, it, yeah. What's fucked up is I was watching that. I was like, "Sweetheart, you're making me want to do drugs so I can fucking imagine you look like something else." I, I don't know <laughs> what the fuck is the message here. Shit. Yeah, she's like, "I used to do meth," and she pulls her hair off. Then she pulls like her teeth out, and fine, oh. I'll I'll fucking do LSD. Shit, whatever. It's awful, awful commercial. Yeah, it's hilarious. Fine, what? I'll fucking do LSD. <laughs> What happened? What happened to the Funny. "This is your brain on drug" commercials? I'd rather those. Look at a fucking frying pan. It's well, not a chick. Well, that was the thing. You know, they got too erotic. When you have fucking Rachel A. fucking smashing yeah, shit. Yeah, exactly. That was hot. You're just like, I'm gonna beat off to this. I don't know what. Yeah, eggs. Can I fucking fertilize them? Fuck. You know. <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I mean, oh my goodness, the commercials these days are just way bad for drugs. You don't see as many anymore. Well, the problem is you had the greatest drug pro drug commercial of all time, which is Breaking Bad. That's true. Fucking crystal, crystal meth is up in sales, and they're making it look like the shit in Breaking oh, Bad. Yeah, yeah, they're making it look like the blue. They're like fucking putting crystal. like fucking Kool Aid and shit, you know, like fucking Smurf drugs. That's it, man. Breaking Bad. It's a show to watch. Where's Rachel Lay? <laughs> we need her. That's right. <laughs> you know, I never watched that show. It's great. Never did. I haven't seen it either. I never really cared for the guy that plays the lead on it, though. So you don't like anybody, no. so it's okay. Yeah. 
So Corey, do you have any uh, stand-up dates uh, coming yeah. up in the next, I guess, week? Because this this airs a couple days late, oh. or next couple weeks, whatever. Oh, cool. Yeah, dude. Um, I have a um a weekly Wednesday night show on Bourbon Street at a place called Rita's Tequila House, four seventeen Bourbon Street. Starts at nine o'clock. Oh, cool. Sweet. Yeah, man. Yeah. We, we're going to have to, one of these days, we're going to have to go out there and see you again. Cause maybe not, maybe not the Wednesday Street, show. But it was at a place called Fritzel's. Fritzel's? Fritzel's. That sounds like a fucking German like hand job joint. What? It's actually a, it's like a <laughs> German cabaret, but they had comedy acts. Which well, it was pretty cool. Same thing. <laughs> Fritzel's. A rub. I'm going to laugh. Yeah, it's straight down, almost towards the end of Bourbon Street. I've always wanted to eat a pretzel while getting blown. A fritzel? Yeah. Well, it's, it's weird because I tell you what, the drinks were awesome. It was uh, two for one hurricanes. They had everything was pretty much two for one. There was a two drink minimum. You and they had the whole alcohol. place set up in church pews. <laughs> oh, I know where that place is. Oh, I know what you're God. talking about. I remember and the it church actually, pews. Actually, like, I think it was part of an old firehouse. And it, there's these ginormous doors that go out. Like, when I mean an old firehouse, I'm talking like old, like Wayne, you know, with oh, horses. Fuck off. <laughs> what the fuck is going on? You talking about like old firehouses and horses, horses with, and with, like, with fucking like uh, with fucking two and... seconds ago we were talking about comedy. <laughs> well, I was, I was describing the place. Man. I it's know a where a horse joint. is. It's a really cool joint, but it's it, it's kind of a weird vibe. And then you walked in there, and they're like, they had just they had first they had a band up there that was playing like. Uh, like like Zydeco jazz type stuff. Then they had another band up there playing, and then it was all comedy act. I'm like, well, this is kind of cool. I have to say, if I was in a comedy club and a horse showed up, I, I think I would really enjoy that. I think you know, that'd until, be funny. Until the horse shit, and then then I'd have to leave. But yeah, up until yeah. then, I think that'd be hysterical. <laughs> well, it's the shit, man. Corey, Corey, do you perform at Bufas often? Um, every once in a while, I run. I, I I get in there when they have one of those uh, crazy shows that he likes to do over there. One of the uh, game shows or a roast or something like that. <clears throat> cool. Yeah. I yeah. just we just want to go back for the burger. To be honest with you, that was a good burger. Yeah, it was a good burger. <laughs> I, that was the first time we've ever been there. Now, uh, uh, speaking of that show, though, <laughs> I'm, I'm going to ask. We we mentioned this on our. We had our 100th episode a couple weeks ago. We mentioned that show on there, and I'm just curious, like, what your reaction was as a performer, or if you even remember this during the, <laughs> during the roast. One of the stand ups had his girlfriend there. Who was laughing Extremely hysterically? Loud. Like not not even realistically. It just sounded like she was going woo 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 woo. Do you remember that at my all? My name, boo. My name is Corey. And I'm not telling no stories. I'm not gonna get involved in what you trying to get me involved in. I'm not gonna get involved in what you trying to get me involved in. Boom, shaka, boom, boom, shaka, boom. <laughs> well, I take it he does we're remember. We're now back. Oh. We're now back from that commercial break. <laughs> I ain't getting in that man. We, we, we'll move on. I I wasn't trying to like get you to talk shit about her. I just thought it was funny. Ask That's me all. Something about the government. <laughs> <laughs> Let's talk. Oh, oh that shit's funny, man. Moving on. Hello. <laughs> Did we lose court? Rum? He was really serious about not talking to us. <laughs> Rum, you there? Oh, shit. We lost everybody, it looks like. We lost power in the middle of this episode. So, this is us cutting back in when we finally get back in touch with our guest, Mr. Corey Mack. Uh, the rum guy is still MIA. So, yay, electricity. Uh, anyway, enjoy the show. I was still finishing my song. I was so upset. <laughs> yeah, yeah, your song was, after the song went off, dude, that was it. It was done. I was like, what really? the hell happened? So, so I, as a matter of fact, when it, I was um, yelling, when, as it was hanging up, I was yelling, ask me something else. Like, let's ask me something about how I feel about the government or about Jesus or my mama or... <laughs> <laughs> how do you feel about your mama? Something less controversial. <laughs> something less controversial. <laughs> How do you something feel about less your mom? Controversial. <laughs> hey, 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 oh, don't man. ask that man about his mom. It's terrible. What? 
Everybody yeah. loves their mama. Some people do. Most Some people, people do. love their mama. Some know. people don't like their mama. You trying to say you don't love your mama? I love my mama. Whoa, sir. I just said if you're going to ask me something about something, something, something less controversial, <laughs> sir. <Okay. laughs> that's that's. That is all I'm asking for is the opportunity to, to, to discuss something less controversial than the matter of which comedian's girlfriend was in the show laughing way too hard at these jokes. <laughs> oh, it wasn't just his I'm, jokes. I'm, it was everybody's jokes. I am not jokes. one to tell people how, how, they should ex- like how they should behave when they are um, engaging in an intoxicant like laughter. Uh, <laughs> Shit, I think she was laughing at my jokes and nobody could hear her. Shit. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> she was, she was loud, bro. Loud, loud. She was oh, actually right behind us too. So yeah, I know. Really I was funny. trying to record her, but I, <laughs> I was trying to be soft. I, I will say, I bet having sex with them is. Inc- I bet you. I bet all of us would masturbate to their sex because it, <laughs> it, it, if if she did that in public for the jokes, then Lord knows what she must do when they are at home oh. having sex, and she's going, "Oh no, baby, keep." Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> anyway, anyway, anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I, I feel like after the first five, minute, five minutes, I'd be like, all right, shut up, bitch. Mama's home. What? <laughs> you guys are so fucking. <laughs> uh, can't believe I let y'all bait me into that. My bad. My bad. My bad. <laughs> That's all right. We have like five listeners. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, we're doing pretty well. We, we had these girls from the Girls Guide to Depravity on, and uh, man, they, they uh, boosted our numbers. Like, we. Oh, like crazy. Oh, yeah, uh-huh. yeah, man. They they we're trying to get Rum back on here too cuz cuz he got disconnected. But yeah, man, they they boosted our numbers like nuts, man. They put us on a um on their blog and yeah, yeah. Well, hopefully those people stick around. Yeah, well, we use that shit. They they might not stick around though. They might they might listen to us and go, "Fuck these dudes." I wish they would. <laughs> I I got I got a dick and I ain't been using it. So <laughs> <laughs> I got a dick and I ain't been using it. <laughs> Telling everybody your personal problems, man. Sell that shit on Bourbon Street, sir. That's a t-shirt right there. (laughs) Sell sell that shit on Bourbon Street. Yes, I'm going to stand next to the dude that says, uh, like, uh, Mardi Gras is sin or whatever the fuck is. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Those guys. Or the dude with the cross. I I really want to go to a, uh, a convention or something like that with, uh, with a bunch of people and make, you know, those handmade protest signs but just have it say silly shit like god hates people with poorly made protest signs and <laughs> say no to fanny packs say no to fanny packs <laughs> and of course one that says please listen to the mhog podcast well yeah you gotta have that one no, that's we hate whatever you hate <laughs> <laughs> We hate whatever you hate. <laughs> I can. I'm a whore. I'm, I'm, yeah, whatever you need. Whatever you need. We'll advertise it for you, I too. I don't care whether you hate Jesus or homosexuals. For that five minutes, I'm with you as long as you listen to my fucking show. <laughs> we'll we'll record a podcast for you. That's right. That's right. We're in. We're in 100%. Oh, my God. We should do a Kickstarter like that to help, you know have people. like The rewards are we will personally record a podcast where we disparage whatever group you hate. <laughs> That would be great. I don't. I don't know how much we'd get off on the the Kickstarter though. That's right. I'll. I'll. You know. Fucking. I'll hate Italians. You are Italian. It doesn't matter. I'm a whore. <laughs> That's hilarious. No, but you know what? Everybody needs an hour of hate. It's right there. And what is the movie? What is the book? The book. The movie. I don't even know which one is which anymore. Uh, 1984, where everybody gets an hour of hate a day or something. Yeah, like that. yeah, 1984. Yeah, yeah, right. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Everybody gets to scream at the at the at the screen of their of the thing they hate. But how cool would it be if you could just collectively get all these people to call into your show, and you'd be like, okay, on the count of three, everybody's gonna be allowed to yell all the hate they have for thirty <laughs> seconds. But you, but everybody has to. But everybody gets to yell it simultaneously. See, uh-huh. so now basically everybody's voice will get heard, but it'll just get mushed up into this. Hit. And what we'll find out is everybody actually, interestingly enough, hates everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Exactly. Oh, and and that will find unity. See, mm-hmm. unity. Well, I've often told people I'm I'm a human racist. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Definitely. Oh, most definitely a human racist. I guess Rum's not coming back on the show. Well, he can't. He can't get connected for some yeah. reason or another. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe, maybe he's having the same te- technical difficulties we were. Uh, <laughs> what? 
I had, a, I had a question in my head a second ago. Was know. it in your head? It should be out, so Corey can't read your brain. Uh, why, don't you, why don't you pull my head out and fucking Actually, I kind of can, but you got to be, like, within, like, a like a two-mile radius of me, and I'm in Baton Rouge right now, so. Oh, uh, yeah, you see, you're out of it, man. You're out of the range. You're out of the range. <laughs> um, I'm out of the range. God. I will tell you this, though, in reference to him uh, not being able to to log back, uh, to get back onto Skype, I I got a guy that I know who, if if he if I were him right now, he'd be he would be like, see, man, I knew the NSA's been watching me, man, and they like when and and then and then he would go into a pit of despair and eat a eat eat two bottles of Adderall, and then (laughs) and then and then YouTube search. Uh, every everything that's uh, that's that's uh, that's gonna get us in the dark. Yeah. I mean, I don't like the NSA spying on me, but let's be honest. All they're really gonna find is really f- fucked up porn. Like this. Yeah. I'm not plotting anybody's downfall. Listen, that's a. Listen, and, and, and I, I feel like this. This have, by the way, as a cider. I, I feel like this. I'm like that's more like a. That's a punishment for someone. Like they should let convict. They should make convicted criminals have to watch us. Log into YouTube and look at stupid videos all day of cats or fucking uh, white people being reptiles. <laughs> yes, that, that is definitely a torture, like, man. Like who who the fuck goes? Who the fuck wants to like? I want to save the world. They'd be like, all right, I want you to watch these boring motherfuckers' lives. And be like, man, fuck this. I'm going on break. Rum, did you make it back in here? I am back. All right. There appears hey. to be two of you, Rome. There's two rum guys. There's the rum guy, and then there's Justin Shepik. Yeah, there, that's that's my alternate ego. Your alternate ego. What? I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bet it's inflated. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. Oh, just like his girlfriend. But what I miss? <laughs> what you miss? Um, Corey just told us that he was psychic, but he can only read minds if you're two miles away. I mean, oh. I mean, within two miles. I'm sorry, not two miles away. That'd be impressive yeah, if you can to, read minds two miles away. Yeah, right? I, I was I was invited one time to a psychic convention, but I didn't go because I knew it was going to happen. Oh Jesus! Mm. How do you have the? Do you do you, do you just spend all things? day writing these down just in case it comes up? <laughs> it's the worst fucking shit. And it's every episode. <laughs> this is no the matter what. This is the most confusing one because. There's no way, like, Wayne was prompting you for this. The rest of them, I understand, you write out beforehand. How did you come up with this on? You're going to make this poor man choke over here. Wow. Right, right now, I'm, I'm coming to you live from a grocery store. Oh, you're in a grocery store. Nice. Yeah, yeah. You're out of alcohol? No. Yeah, yep, that's exactly what it was. You heard that pause. <laughs> Are you really in a grocery store, or is that what you? Is that anyway? I'm not even gonna. Ne- never mind. Yeah, I'm not really in a grocery store. I'm too comfortable. Like I'm talking to four dudes, and not four dudes that are recording this and gonna put it on. <laughs> well, I tell you what, Corey, you're way smarter than us. It took us like years to figure out not to just not to follow up on the question with Rome. Yeah, yeah, because. <laughs> <laughs> that the, the, I definitely should have taken the blue pill when, when I started talking. <laughs> nope, I want to go back to the Matrix. Fuck this. Done. Well, I figured um, I, I figured I have to try getting away from the house. Maybe I get a better signal. Apparently, I did. Yeah, there you go. Now, you, now you're gonna go get loaded. Well, I'm I'm getting dinner. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know how it goes? Yeah, a jar of peanuts and a six pack. You know I don't eat peanuts. No. It's it's ever, uh, ever since that awful stripper incident. I don't eat peanuts. Oh yeah, that's right. It's it's Bailey's what? and fucking Aunt Jemima. <laughs> you heard you heard Corey, Corey's like what? <laughs> like, like go back to that. Go, go, back. go back to the, the what? It's an accident uh, with peanuts and a stripper. What? Go ahead, Rum. Explain. Well, it was it was a uh, well. It's it's a lesson. That's it's uh, you know you gotta learn it. You're gonna regret you know, this. <laughs> you're at, uh, we were at a uh, at a club at the time called Classy Cats, and, and boy, uh, does that does that not sound like a good place to be? And uh, oh, oh the, my uh, god, 
it was really cool. And the one guy was like, man, you got to go with, you got to go with us. I was like, man, I don't want to go to the strip club because, you know, I just got paid and you know what's going to happen. You're going to lose everything. I said, no, 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 man, I got, I got, I got it covered, man. You just, you just got to go with us. I was like, all right, all right, all right. So he, and his big thing was, man, we go in there, you know, man, they got everything, man. You get, you get like one, buy one, get one free drinks and they got free peanuts. I'm like, that's my call. Like, I'm gonna, you're going to get me there with free peanuts? Yes. Not the girls, not, not good looking girls. No, it's free peanuts. So it's like, oh, okay. So we're sitting there, really and I'm, I'm enjoying, the, uh, enjoying the enjoying uh, the decor and uh, the fun drinks. And uh, finally, after like my second bowl of peanuts, sitting there eating them, uh, the dude from the bar comes over and he's like, he's like, can I guy, can I get you guys anything else? And I was like, uh, yeah, I'll have another drink. He goes, dude, don't eat the peanuts. <laughs> he's like, have you noticed you're the only dude in here eating the peanuts? I was like. Oh, no, I, I didn't notice that. He said, rule number one, man, don't eat the peanuts at a strip club. <laughs> it was a life lesson, man, life lesson. Yeah. He says, rule number two, don't eat dinner if they're offering steak and chicken at a strip club. And he, oh, if you hand God. the man a 20 and your, and your uh, tab comes to like 10 bucks, uh, he says, uh, just let him keep the change. You, you don't want the money back. I said, okay, cool, cool, I dig it. So it was a lesson learned. And, uh, wait, wait. <laughs> I was with you up until the money. Well, what is know, the implication yeah. that they're doing with that fucking chicken before they cook it? Well, that you know, hey, I'm just saying with the money, the money coming back, it's maybe been touched just, by a lot of things. Maybe they just don't wash their hands. And you just... And you just got your, you know, you just had your, you know, hand in whatever you were eating. You're gonna take that Pussy. money and finish your dinner? I don't think so. Well, let me put, let me put it this way, dude. It doesn't really matter. Not- you ate two bowls of fucking peanuts. You might as well eat the fucking chicken now. <laughs> yeah. Well, no. One got a hepatitis shot. Well, yeah, that's a, you don't want salmonella and hepatitis. Well, that's true. That's a fuck. You can't explain that shit to your wife. Oh my god! I was gonna say maybe he got food poisoning from from the peanuts. Now he's got to eat a dirty <laughs> VIP vagina to fucking get the cure. Right I don't know. To, to cleanse I, it I, out, I know. you know, to cleanse it. Either far. way, it's gonna cost you more, and I didn't want to spend the rest of my check. <laughs> what what if there is a cure to, to uh, hepatitis, but you got to eat a stripper's asshole to get it? Yeah, well, to get hepatitis. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. If if it's her first shift and it's her first dance, cool. <laughs> No, no, no. The AC's been off, shift, and she's right? working a double. Shift. Shift. Not shift. shift for shit. Who said the first shit? <laughs> <laughs> oh, fuck. That's awful. It's not doing it, though, man. That, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're done. You're done after that, man. Have after that, there's nowhere else you can go after that. Like, I mean, you've already done it all. That's right. So, That's pretty much it. Artist time traveled. You've officially time traveled now. You nothing else is that impressive. <laughs> <laughs> Call you Dr. Pooh. Oh. So I saw artist Derek Donovan posted something on the internet. Apparently people are making now instead of G strings, there are C strings. Yes, I saw that the other day too, and that is the most ridiculous thing I've ever seen in my life. Is that that over the hip cup thing? No, no that's some some weird shit. It's for like dudes. a maxi pad. No, no, no. It's for women. No, no, no. The other thing that he's talking about, the over the hip thing, is kind oh, of. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That weird like, like it fucking nineteen eighties drags you around. Yeah. Did you see the one <laughs> that was like it was a fucking like the kind of sack people used to keep change in, but it goes on your dick and balls and they tie it off. <laughs> that looks really no. fucking uncomfortable on my nuts. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm, I'm not hanging out on those websites. Adam. <laughs> yeah, well, what the fuck are you looking at, bro? Mo- motherfucking Dude League, dude. Dude League in the house. Uh, Corey, if you want in, I'll let you in on Dude yeah, League. Yeah, Corey, you got to get on the Dude League, man. It's a, it's a top secret Facebook group. We'll That's let you fucking in. Fucking awesome. Anyway. Dude, okay, okay. Okay, first of all, thanks a lot for giving me heads up. I, I just typed in C string. Thanks a lot, guys. <laughs> <laughs> thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. It's Thanks kind, a lot. It's kind of an odd thing, isn't it? Right. Does yeah. it only happen in certain sections? Uh, what? What do you not know? That that's not when you're using a C string. No, does it only work in certain sections. No, oh, Jesus. no, Jesus Christ. <laughs> no, it's it's like a maxi pad. But my whole thing is, I was looking at it and was like, that seems like asking women to wear a wedgie, like put on their it's, pussy. It's what? basically it, it's it's like basically a fucking thong with no waistband. 
Right. And it, it almost looks like there's just like a fucking wire that they bend and cram up their ass. Uh-huh. Yeah. You got to have serious pussy control to work that. Look, a lot of guys have been trying to cram shit up women's asses all their lives. So, I mean, I guess this is the easiest way to get to it. <laughs> Say, honey. <laughs> <laughs> do you like the look of this ratchet baby at what point wow. do you just go ahead and be like hey just, just go ahead and be naked because that's like now nah, this is just silly yeah at that exactly. point that point was at the age of 12 that was when well that's like the, it, it's kind of like uh, the use is like protective film on the top of the ice cream you got to scrape that off first to get the good stuff I, no, well, I don't know what you're talking about well if you're, you're covering up a little bit but you can still see it like you said you might as well just be naked that's right. like the protective film yeah it's gonna pop that off it protects it like I, a, I understand bro so, like a seal meal. <laughs> like a seal meal. There you go. All you can eat. Seal <laughs> Two seconds oh and you God. got it. <laughs> <laughs> so, quick interlude, uh, because I was just scratching my balls a second ago. Yeah, and, thank uh, you for that. Yeah, I noticed you didn't say anything this time. Yeah, I, uh, I was trying to look the other way. It reminded me. <laughs> this has nothing to do with anything. But the uh, on Friday I was at uh, I was I was delivering uh, a package to a, uh, one yeah. of the businesses that I delivered to. <laughs> you know that's right. No, I wish this, that was the case. No, instead uh, this this uh, customer walks into these people's office and uh, it was a, an elderly woman and her mentally retarded son, and uh, they sit down in front of. Well, the mom sits next bad. to me. And the son's like kind of facing us, and he starts rubbing his dick. <laughs> and I went, "All right." Did he shake? Your Time hand? for me to go home. Oh fuck no, no, no! In fact, it was kind of like when I see a homeless person, I just try to look in the other direction. Like, no, don't see you. No, you don't exist. Sorry, <laughs> you're that dude. Sorry. Uh, well, only when I'm at a like, if I see a homeless person, I'm walking past them, and I have some change, I'll give it to them. But when I'm at a you know, you pull up to a red light and you don't have any cash on you, or if you do, it's very little, and you're, you know, and then you're inspecting them to make sure that they're a real homeless person and not, you know, like every once in a while you see somebody who doesn't even try. Right, right. They right. got like he's got, fucking, he's got the new Jordans on and the that's right, pimped you know, out shirts and shit. He's like, hey, I'm poor. He's wearing uh-huh. a gold chain. He's got his iPod earbuds. Yeah, he's in. listening that's to funny. his iPod on, and uh, he's he's writing homeless <laughs> on his iPad. Right, yeah, and, uh, <laughs> he's holding it up. <laughs> and, uh, but, but you know, you're expecting them, That's and you're funny. like, and they're staring at you with that sign that says, I'm starving and I have children. And, you know, you know, I'm not a horrible person. <laughs> I, I just, what, you roll I just the ignore them and try to look, you know, act like, oh, look, I'm going to change the radio station 18 times while the red light's on. You no, know? I just tell them no. No, it's, no. I, I, I try to give a little bit if I got it, but well, yeah. I mean, I mean, if I don't have, have, you been, have you ever been to the point where you know you you're you're out and you're walking around with a big bill and you just you need to break it down into smaller ones and you find the homeless guy that's doing really good on the corner? <laughs> you, go, you go over to his cup and you just start making change. No, no, that's uh-uh. just your room. Okay. None of us carry big bills. We you're also the only don't one steal there. their legs. So, yeah, exactly. We don't steal their legs and run away with them either. You asshole. I didn't, st- I didn't steal the guy's leg. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that was that's another callback there, Corey. So, <laughs> I was already sitting there going, if if the person's if somebody's got a sign and the sign says they have kids, I'm like, first of all, why don't you why don't you just eat the kids? There you, <laughs> there you go. Right. That's illegal in some states. Because, because, like, first of all, like, why are you gonna raise these kids to like to be like you? That's ridiculous. So just eat them, get that over with. <laughs> take that strength, take that strength, and then go get yourself together with the with the, with the nutrients that the kids can need I, provides for you. And start all over again. A, can you warn us when you're gonna do that at a show? Because I want to hear you do that bit in public. <laughs> <laughs> hey guys, you know how like sometimes you're hungry, and you want to eat your kids. I'm gonna add that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Corey says, "Eat your kids." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck that's Wheaties, eat children. That's a whole show, Uncle Corey's Corner. That's right. <laughs> that's that's going to be the name of this podcast, by the way. Oh man, the, the, this episode is going to be called Uncle Corey's Corner. I do want to be clear. I do occasionally give money to homeless people, but since I drive for a living, I spend an inordinate amount of time in front of homeless people that are not really homeless, and and it's yeah. It's become very obvious which ones are. Oh, yeah, not yeah. not all times. Sometimes I'm kind of like, eh, it could go either way. But there's a lot of them that have brand new backpacks, like very clean. When okay, if you're a con man, how about you fucking don't wash your clothes or just keep some dirt? Like go Dirty rub it around in the bit. dirt. Yeah, roll around know? on the ground or some shit. Don't don't trim your beard. 
Look like me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne's got like pussy hair on his chin right now. Yeah, like, homeless. Keep, keep that shit shaggy. Um. Oh, by uh, uh, you do not. If you're doing P90X, I'm not giving you none of my spare change. Fuck you. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, they're up there like no shirt on. They're like all ripped and shit. Like, hey, can I get? No, but, no, dude, no. Uh-uh. Some of these but ironically, change their game up though. I mean, there's a guy here in Savannah who's been asking for 78 cents for a plug for his tire for like 10 years. <laughs> 78 cents. <laughs> he got 78 cents. I need a plug. Up. Every time he comes over to me, I'm like, dude, I'm local. He's like, oh, okay, cool. <laughs> dude, <I'm local. laughs> dude, you've been having the same flat tire for like ten years, dude. Come on now. Speaking of people who look homeless, uh, yes, uh, the, the, I don't think we told this story on the last podcast, but uh, when we were at Fletch Boogie's wedding, our yeah. good friend Ted Wally tried to get in. It was at the Children's oh, Museum. This is so funny. He showed up with his wife, and his wife doesn't look homeless, but. Well, you know, Ted doesn't look homeless either. Yeah, sometimes he does. I've I've seen his goatee. <laughs> anyway, no, I love you, Ted. Uh, except for that time that you sent me those pictures of that she male. But other than that, <laughs> I totally love you, Ted. But no, Ted and his wife show up. Right, right. And uh, his wife his wife looked pretty, but Ted looked like Ted, you know. And so yeah, they showed he looked up like Lemmy from Motorhead. They showed up late to the wedding, and uh, the the two chicks at the 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 door. When they walked in, we're like, oh, I'm sorry, sir. This is a private engagement. And Ted says, well, I sure hope so. Is this is this Tim and Renee's wedding? And the girl looks at her uh, co-worker and says, is that their name? And the co-worker says, yeah. And she goes, oh, okay. So, well, why don't, yeah. Uh, Come on why, in. Why don't you stop by the taco bar? Sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to think you were people that weren't belonging here. <laughs> I was like, that is hysterical. Because mm. oh. <laughs> Ted's very erudite, despite the fact that he does dress like Lemmy from Motorhead. Yes. So occasionally he could, uh, you know, I almost kind of want to spend a day in his shoes or just follow him around just to watch people hey, who, huh? So I got to check out at the same time, okay? All right. <laughs> hey. Rome's actually checking out on, <laughs> uh, at the grocery as we speak. Nice. <laughs> oh. But I just want to follow around and just just get into awkward conversations with people with him, where people, yeah. you know, where people just assume he's, you know, uh, I don't know, like I said, homeless or, <laughs> or, or that he sells, you know, uh, Breaking Bad style crystal meth, you know, yeah, whichever. <laughs> whichever. He, he's got that, he's got that good Smurf shit, you know. Corey, you got anything you want to plug, man? Before uh, we cut out, be, be, because I know you're gonna have to get to your uh, recording soon. Um, I was gonna say, um, my websites. Um, if you want to find out about any shows that I got coming up, um, the sh- the the website is is usually um, at least a month out worth of shows or whatever. So um, it's www.coreymac.us. Um, if you're on the South Shore on a Wednesday night, you can come check me out at Rita's Tequila House. Um, also some Mondays I'm over at Siberia hosting, uh, the bits and jiggles comedy. Nice. Um, I want to go. To shit, that I guess that's about it, man. Yeah. <laughs> I definitely want to go cool. to that one. And, um, and don't forget the, uh, the, the sketch show. Yeah, man. Tell, tell everybody what oh, yeah. find the show, man. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, dude. Um, um, starting July, I want to say 24th, somewhere in July, one of the last Saturdays in July. Um, laugh now, laugh later. We'll be airing, and um, there'll be some of my skits that I've written. That's on uh, the sketch comedy show. You can catch it on the local NBC channel <clears throat> after uh, Saturday Night Live and whatever else show that comes on after that. So we're t- <laughs> we're two shows after that. Fucking incredible, dude! Yeah. That's awesome. Awesome, man. Busy man. Yeah. Yes, yes. Cool. Yes, indeed, Very man. Cool. Well, thank you, man. That was, yeah, uh, Corey, dude. Thanks for being on the show. Super nice guy. Sorry for the uh, temperamental beginning. <laughs> yeah. Sorry for all that messing. <laughs> Sorry for hanging up on you. <laughs> man. Hey, but, dude, I was still trying to park my spaceship, man, so you guys couldn't even hear me. So, you know, <laughs> but, it worked out. Uh, this is way better. This is cool. But, yeah, man. Plus so side, uh, I, I just got the number from the checkout girl. She oh, nice. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I was doing the radio show. She's like, here. She wrote on the receipt. Beast. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Way to go to tell your wife that too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) I'm leaving that on the episode. That's right. But anyway, man, thanks for coming on the show, bro. Can I can I can I I also plug my wife? Yes, I meant. Yeah, you can plug your wife. Uh, If you if you want to plug your wife, that's right, Michelle Masters. You're out. (laughs) 
what? I was like, oh no, wait a minute, wait a minute. Is that what I meant? Oh. I just want to say, hey babe, I love you and I uh, hope you get to hear this podcast and you were on my mind the whole time. Later. Right. That's awesome. That's and awesome. I hope you get to plug her too. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man, thank you, really, dude. Thanks for coming on the show. Um, anytime you want to come back on, dude, let us know. We'll, we'll arrange it because it was fun. It was a blast. Cool, brother. Um, and I hope I see you guys at some shows and you know, keep me in y'all's loop, man. I, I'd like to, like, wherever you guys hang out, I'd like to see you guys again and hang out, man. You guys are funny dudes, man. Oh, thanks, I love dude. The bounce oh. Cool. Hell yeah, awesome. dude. Love to, man. Love to. Well, anyway, I was your uh, host, Wayne. I'm a dude disguised as a dude playing another dude. I really wanted to do that. I know you I did. Really I know you did. That. Rum. The rum guys live on location. That's right. And you, sir, work Mr. Corey Mack. He still is. I know, I know he still is. Nothing changed. And uh, we were the MHOG Podcast, so remember to keep it metal! Adieu, adieu, parting with such sweet sounds. Go ahead and run. Run home and cry to mama. Get the fuck out. Okay, then. That's it.